Wow, Barry. Maybe we could pull up a little closer there. I think we could. I might park over there. Yeah. Maybe they just haul us out of here. What's up? We can do that. Park so we're live. What's up, guys? Hey, Connie's on first. Annette, what's up? Anna Rich, I'm assuming. Hey, Cammy. Cammy, technically, you're not first. But we're just glad you guys are with us. Who cares? Anybody recognize that? You know, we always forget. We always say, guess where we are, and we always forget tell them where we are. Right. But we're not going to do that this time, Barry. We're going first. Look at that. Yeah, I heard Connie. Hang in there. Hang in there. Focus on that cross. All right. <clears throat> Anybody have any idea? Where, hey, Danny Campbell's there, Barry. Wow, what's up, Just Danny? saw him this morning. What's up, Connie? How about that? We're talking about the end times. Tell you what, the longer we're... Uh, not the Quiver River. It's actually the... What is this? Missouri, right? Missouri, yeah. Missouri River down here near Celebrity uh, Smokestacks. Hey, Grandma Judy. There's the Labity smokestacks right there. Hey, Barb. <clears throat> and the funny thing is to get the, hey, Lisa. No, we're, we're not. We're over here um, off Highway 94, right behind us. And that's the Labity smokestacks. And the funny thing, you ever been to Labity? Yeah. It's a cool little town. Yeah, hey, Jess. Town, really. <clears throat> and the way you get to, to Labity is actually down Highway 47. And there's a little back road, but it's actually a really cool little town with all kinds of fun little stuff. So they're kind of a quaint little deal. But today, let's just uh, flip this thing around here. Today, we're going to talk about ambassadors. <clears throat> What's that definition, Barry? Anybody know? Definition hey, Babu. Is... Had the privilege of speaking with Misfits for Jesus India on Sunday via a Skype message, and we had a great time uh, with Pastor Babu and his congregation. An ambassador... Listen to this, guys. Hold on. <clears throat> an ambassador is a person who acts as a representative or a promoter of a specified activity. Read that one more time. A person who acts as a representative or a promoter of a specified activity. How about that? Do you know that when you said yes to Jesus, that you automatically became ambassadors? Yeah, how about that? That um, no matter where you are... On your hey Mandy just saw right there <clears throat> that where uh, no matter where you are on your job at play in restaurants in your apartment complexes wherever you find yourself you are indeed an ambassador for Jesus Christ it's ironic that we're talking on Friday mornings we're talking about end times and this morning we were talking about heaven you know our, our, our home because of Jesus is in heaven but we're still here so we're still called to be ambassadors for this for our heavenly home and i remember when we traveled in fact when we were with babu in india and we were with joshua in pakistan uganda all the other places that jesus has taken us our citizenship was american although we happened to be in different countries or different places. But Paul talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and he's talking to people that were kind of uh, maybe newer in the faith, 
that really hadn't understood totally what our role as Christians, what our role in the kingdom of God is. So Paul's laying it out here and um, just saying, well, that, you know, in fact, he's encouraging them. Hey, Bob or Robert. But I'm going to read quite a bit today. Okay, guys. So if you have your Bible, I hope you do. Um, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And this would be really good for some deep private study at home. You know, get the context of what what this is, it, what, what, what he's writing here. But remember the Corinthians, uh, that was a pretty nefarious place there. Yeah, there was all kinds of stuff going on there. Hey, Brett. And, and what a great place to plant a church, right? What a great place to be a lighthouse. What a great place to be called ambassadors for Jesus Christ. And it's kind of like where we are today in our climate. We need some people that are bearing the light, that are torchbearers for the gospel of Jesus. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed, it's getting worse. It seems like every brown bag buried. Two years ago, when we started brown bag, if you'd have told me we'd be where we are today in two short years, I don't know if I would have believed it. But I'm thinking if it changed that fast in the last two years, what's what are the next two years going to bring? I don't think it's accurate to say it's probably going to be worse because we're told in the bible it's going to get worse before it gets better meanwhile we are here our citizenship is in heaven and you've been given the responsibility the privilege to speak in the king's name to offer a way out of the ultimate outcome of this so watch this yeah i want to pick it up second corinthians chapter 5 verse 11 i'm going to read it down to Oh, 21. Are you ready? Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. Are we committing ourselves to you again? No. We're giving you a reason to be proud of us. So you can answer all those who brag about having a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. I think that's cool because we never brag on a spectacular ministry because, you know, we're, we're simple people. But I tell you what, we love Jesus because he changed our life. And, and, and the letters of, of recommendation really are the are that uh, changed lives at Misfits for Jesus. We're not worried about having a big-time minister. We're worried about serving a big-time God. That's all that really matters to us, right? And we've been up. We've been down. We've been off the path, on the path. And in the end... All we can really brag about is Jesus, right? If it seems we're crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. Hey, Joe. And you know, the funny thing is, Barry, we talk about it. I've really been doing kind of a deeper study and, and introspection of um, indwelling sin. And I'm reading a, a, hey Jeanette, a classic book called Indwelling Sin by John. Oh, I can't remember his name, but really good. But this old life is constantly fighting with our new life, right? The only way we've been talking extensively over the past few weeks about is dying to the old self, Galatians 2.20, and letting the life of Christ reign in my, in my, in my life. He died for everyone so that those who receive this new life will no longer live for themselves. We live for Jesus, you know. Doesn't mean we, we screw it up all the time, Barry. 
right? Yeah. Barry works with me every day. I work with Barry. We're constantly screwing up, and at the end of the day, <laughs> end of the day, we pray, preach Jesus with a sincere heart, hoping that somebody would listen to the message that they too could be changed if they would give their life to Jesus. They too could be instantly thrust into the role of ambassador for Jesus. How about that? Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. <clears throat> hey, turn to your Bibles real quick. I'm going to give you a couple seconds here. Hey, Kevin, turn to your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to wait for you to get there. And verse 22. And this is Paul encouraging his understudy, Timothy. Now watch this. How do we remain good ambassadors, Barry? How do we how do we preach Jesus with a sincere heart? Watch this. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living. It means living right. And you don't know how to live right unless you know what he said, and that's through reading the word. Faithfulness, love, and joy. How about this? Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. How about that? And we're going to be talking about the Beatitudes, Bear. We're going to be actually starting a new series, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And this week, we're going to be talking the first. We're going to kick it off with the Beatitudes. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we think of him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Let me say this, guys, and we say it often, and our friend, uh, we got this from Richard Koss. If you are what you were, then you ain't. Now, Christ is patient. Uh, You know, he's, he's kind to us. He's forbearing bearing he he's long suffering all of these things when we wear them out with continuing to going back to our same old vomit but at some point there comes a time that you have to repent and turn from the old life you have to and learn to put it down learn to die to your old self you can't continue doing the same things you've been messing with forever and, and expect the best for your life you just can't do it right so it says i think a lot of people or some people have had a lip service confession to Jesus, but there's been no real life change. You got to really wonder and you got to really examine yourself. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. Hallelujah. He brought us back. We, you know, we were, we were estranged. We were broke. We were, we were separated by God for our sin, from our sin, but through Christ, He brought us back to the Father. Thank you, Jesus. That's why we say hallelujah, because what nobody could do, what nothing could do, no good works could do, none of that would would do, Christ did on that cross and made a bridge between our old life and God. And that's why we say hallelujah. Now watch. And God has given, watch this part, God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. You know, a lot of people say, butt out of my life. Well, you know, who is you decide whether it's right to obey, obey man or God. God has given you. God has given me. It doesn't mean we go around beating on people, but we sit right. back and we wait and we wait and we wait. And at the end of the day, uh, 
when, when we leave a person, I hope that they recognize that they've been with somebody that knows Jesus. They've been with an ambassador for Christ. We can't argue people into heaven, Barry. We right. can't uh, we can't stiff arm it in, into heaven. We are witnesses, right? We are witnesses that are the ambassadors for Christ. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Now, here we go. Here's some good stuff. No longer counting people's sins against them. The Bible goes on to say, for all have sinned, all fall short of the glory of God, right? So, in Christ, he's no longer counting those sins against us. That's why believers, you know, we can say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And the psalmist said, blessed is a man whose transgressions are forgiven. And then he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Another version would say, be reconciled. Yeah. Be reconciled to God. You know, Lynn reconciles our checkbook all the time, Barry. And there's it, it, it's even. Christ is saying through us, come back to God. Be reconciled. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Wow. How about that, Barry? So what an incredible responsibility that we get to do this. What an incredible, incredible privilege that he uses broken people. And the message, Babu, if you remember this weekend, we have this, this treasure in broken jars. And when they cracks and people are peering through, they see the power of God. So when you're walking in the darkness, no, there's no light. There's no reason for people to be drawn to you. But when we're broken and we're honest about where we are, people peer into those cracks and they see the power of God. That we can share Jesus and be that ambassador that we've just been speaking about. It's so good, but I think it begins with honesty and certainly purity of heart. Guys, when our heart's all funky, we're doing all kinds of things that aren't appealing to the Lord, and you're living outside the boundaries. There's no light emanating from us. There's no reason for people to want what we have if we're doing the same kind of thing that they're doing. Let me flip this baby around, Barry, if I can find it. It's still staring at me. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a strange-looking guy, you know? <laughs> me too. <laughs> hey, you know, as an ambassador, it comes with a huge responsibility because we are... The light bearers, the one who does carry the good news. That comes with the responsibility of how you act and how you speak in the public. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what all, all this media stuff that you're on. Remember, people are watching. Whether mm. you like it or not, people are watching you. And you are, if you're claiming to be a Christian, remember that. When you're posting something oh, that's good. or, or a, a silly photo or whatever, just remember you're an ambassador for Christ. Would he approve of that? That's it's good. a huge responsibility, and I know it sounds like a buzzkill, but it's not. Just, just remember that because there's, there's been some activity that's, you know, we all get off the path, we all fall down, we know that, but we don't. It's not a lifestyle any longer. The old guy's dead, the new guy's come. Right? Hallelujah! And we're living in the new life, the best that we can here in this broken world. We're trying to do the best that we can. We don't get it right. You hear us say that all the time. We don't get it right all the time, but we repent when we do, and we get up and we get going again. So if you've been away from God, just come back. You hear say that too. Your chair's right where you left it. Just come back to him. Repent. God, I got off path, but I'm back. He says you're forgiven. So walk in the light. Bear, do me a favor. I'm going to flip this around. I'll find that scripture that says wash your hands, little sinner. You know what I'm talking about? Wash your hands. 
So that's a really good point. And Barry's looking up a scripture because I think it's pertinent. Of course, they're all pertinent. It's also right. good, right? So watch those Facebook posts, guys, as time draws near. Maybe we'll start the next brown back with that scripture. Guys, make sure to share this. We hope to see you uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night, as we start a brand new series, The Sermon on the Mount. I think it's chapter 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew, and there's parts of it, Mark. But anyway, have a blessed day, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Connie, we love you. Have a good one, guys.